Welcome to Size Eyes, the life of a long-term multitasker. This is the Fully Content series, where content is king, but its wisdom is the kingdom. Where learning is simultaneously a convergent and divergent experience. Where the threads of all the content consumed connect to form a mesmerizing web of infinite understanding. This series explores my unique insights, learnings, and connections with books, podcasts, articles, documentaries, and any other forms of content that I consume. Ultimately though, all this knowledge is only a rumor until it is in the muscle. Welcome back everybody to another episode of the Size Eyes podcast and the Fully Content series. This episode, we're going to be looking at a podcast slash YouTube video that I saw and listened to on the Jordan Pearson channel, the Jordan B. Peterson podcast. Uh, The guest was Kurt J. Mungle, and the title of the episode was God, Consciousness, and the Theories of Everything. So with a title like that, I don't know how I couldn't watch it as I was scrolling through, because I don't really watch too many of Jordan Peterson's stuff, at least not yet. But with that title, I had to see it. And maybe a little bit of it was also a little bit brown representation since Kurt J. Mungle is, um, is a brown person. So listen to it, and I'm glad I did because he is someone I'm following fervently now. So let's get into the takeaways that I had, insights, learnings, all that stuff from the two-hour conversation. So one thing that they talked about, and they were referencing a documentary documentary that Kurt J. Mungle had made, uh, which is called Better Left Unsaid. And I hadn't seen it at the time of the of this of listening to this podcast, but I have seen it since. So I'm not going to have any notes necessarily from there. But regardless, you know one thing that Kurt said is, you know, what is the left and what is the right? Because it explores the anti, the extreme left and the extreme right, right? And he say, he says in the, this podcast episode that, you know, the left will say that they are freedom, that pro-freedom, and that the right is anti-freedom, but the right will say the exact opposite, right? The right will say they are freedom, pro-freedom, and that the left is anti-freedom, and so it's interesting to perspective to look at it like that, because you know from one angle it's you know for one person it's say it's six, one person will say it's half a dozen, you know who's right? Maybe they're both right. And so I think that was an interesting takeaway point that Kurt made throughout the podcast. And let me just dig into it because I haven't fully flushed this out as an idea, but I think I've alluded to it in my journal podcast journaling as well of the idea that things aren't I think there's an underlying belief of a spectrum right if you look at it the left and the right there is a belief and we're trying to fit into this framework the spectrum framework or if you want to think about it even as a quadrant framework of left to right and I don't know what the y-axis is but, you know, there's a political quadrant framework, right? Whatever framework it is, we're trying to fit our beliefs onto this 2D map. 
and there's a left side and a right side, right? And the extreme left is all the way, let's say, negative 100 or negative infinity. And then the right side is you know, positive 100 or positive infinity. And the left, if, so how can, we how can we reconcile that what he is saying that, that the left will say that the right, uh, the left will say that they are pro-freedom and the right is anti-freedom and vice versa with the fact that how can they be both true at the same time? With, if you lay on the spectrum framework, then it's not possible, right? But if we make it a 3D shape and wrap around, right, this framework, this quadrant, I'm closing my eyes while I'm saying this, right? If you wrap around the end of the left end, the left extreme, the extreme left, with the extreme right, and make those joined, then they're really at the same place, right? So instead of be one people, one group of people being on the extreme left and one person being on the extreme right, it's all, it's, it's a sphere, right? It's not a circle, but it's a 3D sphere. And so then the extreme left and extreme right are actually very close to each other on this spectrum. But we've placed them so far apart because we've been limited by a 2D framework of politics and of government. So I haven't fully flushed it out, but those are my initial thoughts on how that can be true at the same time. Right. Um, so anyways, going back to the actual podcast of, um, of what they were saying, right? Um, one thing that, one major thing that I took away from it is Jordan Peterson saying, um, about, um, let's see, you know, about resolution and maps and beliefs and all that stuff. Because right now, many of our beliefs are low resolution. They're just heuristics. Like what we see, like we immediately believe like that, right? What we see, let's say marketing, right? It's just marketing, marketing, marketing. It's four, five, six touch points. And then we finally buy the product, right? And then is that actual belief that let's say I want to I want to have something that I can write on that can also translate digitally, right? So people, it's a trend right now to buy the Remarkable, the Remarkable 2, that can translate all of those what you write into digital format, right? So I keep seeing it. I, I keep seeing validation of it with people that I work with, people um, on social media, on YouTube, um, everywhere, in person, right? And so I get this validation that I should buy it. Right, but is that just a heuristic of there's just many data points of that heuristic, or is it an actual belief that I need to buy it myself if I do and do indeed choose to buy it? Right, and so I think we believe that many of our beliefs are actually our beliefs, but they're actually just low-level resolutions. So then, what Jordan Peterson says is, let's um. Like we don't see the world, we see our map of the world. So then my spin on this is, or actually I think what he said as well, but I agree with then is, let's, if we look at the entire world, the possible, all the possibilities of infinite beliefs that are, that are out there, right? Some are ha gonna have to be left um, unresolved, if you will, right? We can't necessarily fully know everything consciously Maybe we can. I don't know. Maybe that's a 
incorrect belief, but let's say we can't know every single thing in the universe, right? Some things are going to have to be left unresolved, if you will. But then the human journey is to decide which places on this map, for example, that we'll have to create better resolutions of, right? So maybe like right now, for example, in my TLDR of Life course, YouTube course, I'm creating a better resolution belief and better, resolu better resolution beliefs about what I believe actually about my career, for example, right now. And why do I believe them? I'm creating, I'm going from a heuristic level to a belief level and even a why I believe that level, why I believe that belief, right? So I'm going two, three levels deeper than what maybe most people go. And so then I'm creating, I'm looking at something like my career where someone may see a heuristic of, hey, I need to get money, I need to climb the ladder, I need to get a high paying job, that'll give me um, more financial freedom, and then I need to retire, and then that'll give me more time, all that stuff, right? Going from that heuristic of what is given to us by society to, let me actually understand what do I actually want to do, right? Why do I believe, what do I believe about my career? Why do I believe those things? And then going straight towards that, right? So then I'm creating this higher resolution map with my beliefs from the onset. Then I know exactly with more clarity, with more precision, with more purpose, exactly where to go and how to potentially get there. So that is for me what journaling has provided among many other things of a higher resolution beliefs system about myself and about how I relate with the world and how the re world relates to me. And so that is one of the big things that I take away from this podcast episode. Oof. All right, what's next? What's next? Um, I think one thing that Jordan Peterson said that was insightful was if two people can have differing opinions and discuss topics, but leave having learned something, then that's a win, right? Something I, sometimes I think I fall into the trap of wanting to reconcile so many things because I want things to fit into a neat system. And maybe that's, that's a gift. And I think that's could be a curse in some situations. But if I can have a disagreement with someone, I can have a differing opinion with someone. Let's discuss those topics. And we don't necessarily need to resolve it, right? But along the way, maybe we create a higher, higher resolution map of our own beliefs along the way, right? And maybe it's a different, maybe it's still a high resolution, but maybe it's a different place on the map, for example, that the other person gets away from that conversation. And so along the way, we're creating this higher resolution maps, being more stronger with more conviction about our beliefs. And the stronger conviction that we have about our beliefs, the stronger and more conviction and self-confidence that we have about ourselves. And I think the belief about ourselves is the most strongest belief. Moving on, there was one thing that um, they also mentioned, I think Peterson defines depth. And I think I've started to look at this as well from this lens of how do you actually quantify and define depth, right? It's like, oh, I had a deep conversation. Well, what does that mean? So he defines 
depth as something upon which other beliefs are built. So the more things that are built on top of that belief, then the deeper it is, right? So one thing that he talks about is how we, uh, we use a lot of metaphors and terms like based off of these underlying presumptions and beliefs like up and down, right? Up signifies the sky, high, God, pure, all these high, higher level things, right? And we say, or high, you know, class, um, high level, right? And then low, it's like, you know, it's uh, heaven or you know, if high is heaven, then low is hell, um, purgatory, um, ground, lower level, um, human, like, I don't know, uh, impure, all these things that are the inverse of what I said for up. And so, you know, that is a deep, that is what's, what I believe he would define as a deep belief within humans, all right? And I think I've gone into it a little bit as well into my journaling as well as other areas of what are other deep beliefs that we have about ourselves, about the world. And one of them is the one-to-one -one systems belief or the one-to-one -one relationship about everything. And so I'll, I'll probably do a more in-depth um, piece on this or whatever content that looks like but you know this one one-to-one -one belief of a question to answer this one-to-one -one belief of um, I need I need to ask this question I need to have this answer this can only be one or the other like that type of belief I think pervades all across society and actually I think in the end I want to not in the end but along the way I want to write a book on it and give a TED talk about this topic because I think it is a truly pervasive belief that can limit our potential and possibility, our infinite possibility, with this limiting belief. Um, so, one thing that Kurt likes to do is, even when he's telling us the same story or the same point that he's trying to make, he likes to use different words, slightly different words, even when he's saying the same thing, because it flexes his cognitive flexibility. And it forces you to have a slightly different perspective, no matter how small. So even if it's the same exact story, maybe it's a sales pitch, you say the same exact thing for five minutes, but then you switch up a couple of words in there. So along the way, you see something maybe a little bit differently that you wouldn't have seen if you hadn't used a different word in there. And so that's something that I haven't tried yet or implemented yet, but I definitely want to going forward. Um, and one of the last things here is, you know, Kurt says, we're always, we're always copying something, right? We're always imitating or mirroring something, right? Like I mentioned about buying the Remarkable. Uh, I have not bought it, by the way. I've not fallen into that trap <laughs> yet. Um, but we're always imitating or mirror something, mirroring something, right? Even as we grow up, we're imitating our parents, our adult figures that we see in our life, other children, right? It's what we constantly do without us knowing, right? So based off of that, so then his thought process was, how far can we take that back? So if we go all the way back, then aren't we just an image of something as humans, right? Mustn't that mean that all life is just an image of something? So what is this the image of? Is his question. Is that what we call God? 
if we can't see God, it's because we're all the image of God. And you can't see the higher order when we're the image and we're in the image itself. But when we remove ourselves from the image, we can see the higher order that we call God. Right? So it's almost like you can't be in the system and on the system at the same time. You have to be one or the other. But then there's also the aspect of, you know, you can be both at the same time, which is non-dualism. So, but then I think relaying that to my life, right, of how do we combine habits to get this. So is it then possible, let's say, for us to imitate ourselves or mirror ourselves in a way that we can be God-like? And then just the act of being and imitating God, do we become God? Right? So the more and more things that we do becomes a part of our identity and we become more identifiable with something that is God-like. So the more and more that you do it, more and more becoming God is a habit. And then at some point, do you lose, is there a line that's crossed or is there a blurry line that's crossed? Or is there even a line at all that imitating God and being God and having godly habits are really one and the same? So, I don't know if there's an answer to that, but that's a question. So, there was obviously a lot to listen to in, the, in this uh, Kurt J. Mungo, Jordan Peterson podcast. Highly recommend listening to it. I've been not binging, but slowly going through, methodically going through Kurt J. Mungle's stuff and probably Jordan Peterson's stuff as well now. And really interesting to hear their perspectives on all this, these things. And hopefully it made some sense of what my interpretations, of what they were talking about and my relations with them into my life look like. So thank you for listening to a rambling episode of the Fully Content series on the Size Eyes podcast. And I'll see you next time.